Live from Lower BCC, we're back. Red Sea Radio, episode 7, WVOF 88.5 FM. Kyle and Jack in the studio. Jack, how you feeling? Good. Good. I'm happy to be back. I mean, yeah. We, I feel like we haven't been in here in a while because we Because of the interview. Yeah. The interview. It's been, what, and 10 days now? We didn't do the episode last night or mm-hmm. our other show. It's been a while, yeah. right? It's been like since last Tuesday since yeah, we've last been in Tuesday. here. Uh, it's good to be back. On Red Sea Radio, talking Fairfield sports. Another nice Wednesday afternoon here. Uh, so, obviously, last week uh, we had the Jay Young interview on here. Uh, so, I kind of wanted to start with that today. We're kind of just having a couple random discussions today, uh, different topics. Nothing, nothing, no breaking news on here or anything. No, guys, no, we're just a little update. A nice discussion. Yeah. We're, we're officially in the same month as Fairfield basketball. We are 21 days away, so what? Three more episodes till Fairfield basketball starts. So, you know, hopefully we're aiming to get one more um, interview on here or something like that. But uh, today we're kind of just going with uh, discussion. So, talking about the Jay Young interview, I kind of wanted to start with that today on the show and give kind of our opinion on some of the stuff he said because he said some some interesting stuff, uh, and I kind of wanted to just discuss it a little bit. One of the things we talked about was how he, uh, you know, we mentioned Taj and Jesus, and, you know, he was so open arms, like, I, I really hope this is not their last year. I really hope they come back for sixth year. Uh, it kind of shocked me a little bit that he was so open to that. Yeah, I, I mean, well, we, we, before making the interview, we kind of expected him to be pushing for more his own guys, pushing out the old the old yeah, players, like the, Sydney the Sydney Johnson era players, and pushing in the Jalen's, the Caleb's, like his guys. Yeah. But I mean, he seemed pretty, like, pretty ecstatic about having those guys back for an extra year because yeah. of the COVID. Like he was like, I, I hope. Like, uh, yeah, he's like, I pray they come. Like, I, like, yeah, yeah. Like, very, like, like, very excited to have and them back. And Bolt, even like Bolt, not even just like, one of the other, both of them he wants yeah. back. But and he also spoke really highly about them too, which is really yeah, good. Yeah, Todd especially. Good he said he was like getting really a lot of work in the gym. He said. uh What's uh, about Jesus? And he says he, said he texted him right away, right? He was yeah, yeah, anxious yeah. to get back. Yeah, and he also work. he mentioned like his post moves, like some of the best footwork he's seen. Yeah, and he's coached for what? Jay thirty years. Thirty years now. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, that was really good news because he makes it. He he made them seem like they're in really good shape. Yeah, he makes he makes it seem like they're going to be legit difference makers. Yeah. Which and, we kind of and he also oh and he also talked about Taj's three point shooting oh yeah well yeah you talked about both of theirs kind of oh yeah. Taj is improving but Jesus he said does need to shoot better he mentioned yeah. a lot of guys need to shoot better yeah in that he interview did, he specifically mentioned Taj did get better at shooting he said something like oh 14 threes last year in conference play or something like that uh, but he's been working really hard and his shot looks better yeah so that was like I mean I hope so news. he 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 wasn't afraid to shoot it last year which is. Very like that was kind of difference from him and I mean, a lot of. He had to. He I mean, yeah, he had to. He was the focal point of the offense, but I mean, his we we mentioned like his shot. It's not the it wasn't the best, but like it wasn't the worst we we'd seen. Like it wasn't like we had a zero percent chance of making it yeah, three if he I'm took that, it. But like if he can improve it, if he definitely can improve it, then he'll be he'll be like a next like next level of and, like. And with the addition of some guys, he's not going to be the the main ball main handler shot taker. Yeah. He'll be able to spot up. He'll be able to play off ball, which will help get his confidence. He'll be able to cut to the rim, I think, which would help him a lot. Being able to cut off ball and get some easy baskets like that will help his confidence so much early in the year, I feel like. Yeah, and so so another thing that he talked about, that Jay Young talked about last week in the interview, was you know how he's not afraid to play freshmen right away or give them big minutes right away. He stuck with, you're going to play the best guys that you have, right? So... That was a big question that we talked about yeah. for weeks on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get that answer was pretty good. And as it gets closer and closer to the season, I get the feeling that Jalen Leach is going to have a, a big role on this team. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, the way he spoke about Jalen, the way we've seen on like the three-man weave article spoke about Jalen, it just seems like yeah. all that comes together that he's going to be a big player on the team no matter what, what happens between now and yeah, Providence I, I on think, the 25th. And, and, we're gonna talk about waivers soon, you know. In a yeah, and that bit. will that will contribute to but it. But depending on which way those fall, he mm-hmm. could have either know, a like the even bigger option. role or diminish to like bench duty. Like yeah. it, like I mean, he'll still have a role. Well, still have a role, but yeah, like nowhere near like as big. If yeah. Jake's waiver does get approved, mm-hmm. 
uh, that could affect it. But the way it's looking right now, he's gonna, he's probably gonna have a huge role, especially for scoring wise. Yeah, I know. Um, Jay Young, they were on the um, round table the past week, and I think Leach, Caleb, and uh, Jake were like the top three scorers that he kind of talked about. I mean, Jake like shooting percent, yeah, like, from like well, yeah, yeah. And so, and we mentioned Leach and Caleb were gonna kind of single handedly boost that three point shooting that we lacked last year. Yeah, just like natural uh, ability to shoot. Those guys seem to have it that we didn't that that natural ability that we didn't really have constantly last year. Uh, and another another. Uh, Freshman that had a little news this week was uh, Supreme Cook. Obviously, you saw his little uh, post that Fairfield Stags gave him, where he said that you know his goal this year is to win the MAC championship, go to the tournament. Um, we also heard that he, for, I think from the roundtable, that he has a, a minor knee injury, which uh, it's not like anything crazy. I think he's still practicing, but just for a, a big man to have a knee injury is not especially like, so soon thing. in his career. So yeah, early, first year, fresh freshman year, hasn't even had, played a game yet. It's it's not it's not the best. It's, it's not the best. It's Definitely not like a deal. It's not a deal recurring. breaker, but it's not the best. Yeah, it could he, affect him down the road. He though, just has he to said. be careful with it. Be careful in practice. Make sure you're not overextending yourself in yeah, and that's meaningless the thing too. practice minutes. We don't know how many games there's going to be this year. We don't know how long the season's going to go. But if he has to take it a little light this year. I mean, it's it, it's a it's a free year basically yeah. for him in terms of in Everyone terms of uh, yeah in terms of eligibility it's a free year so, so it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, obviously you don't like to hear of big men with leg problems, knee problems, foot problems, but you can live with it. It's not like it, and it's not like it, we mentioned like I think he was practicing recently. Obviously that video showed him practicing. So I mean, if he's still able to practice, I can't imagine it's, it's not too bad. The worst yeah. thing in the world, yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk about some other stuff that Jay Young said in his interview, but we're going to save that for a little bit later because it ties into some of the questions we have for today. Um, so I wanted to talk about at-a-conference scheduling, which was uh, since we last had one of these, like, discussional shows, there's been a lot. Um, obviously, Providence was the big one. That was announced last week. And we got excited for Providence, yeah, too. Yeah, and we, we, we couldn't talk about that last week because we had the interview on. Uh, so Providence Fairfield, November 25th, looks like opening day. Uh, at Providence, at alum, at their alumni hall. My first reaction to this, I was really excited for it. It's Wait, probably, it's home? No, it's at. Oh their yeah, it's alumni. At, uh, oh their alumni hall. I was, yeah, I was gonna say. So I thought it's not it was, at the Dunkin' yeah, yeah, yeah. Center, but I was really excited for this. This is probably gonna be the best team they play this year. Providence is a really good team, and they have they have high expectations too this year with uh, Duke. We meant we, yeah. we were looking over their roster a little bit. And, but Providence is like that school that. Fairfield basketball is kind of trying to They're same spot to. size, kind of obviously another cat Catholic school, Former same coach that size. Here. They kind of yeah, they model. If we could turn to a province level school, we would that's love that. Goal. That's the goal. I mean, that's the goal. A, a, a perennial tournament goer, maybe not always like a top three seed, but always there. And we, we and we know they year. have the ability to produce legit NBA talent with Chris Dunn a couple years ago, top yeah. five pick. So. Like, I mean, if they can turn to that, that's the goal by the end of Jay Young's tenure if it lasts that long. Yeah, that's, like, that's the goal. So, it's, uh, I think it's really cool because it's going to be, like, a measure of where Yeah, like, they are where right they now. are at the moment. So, if, like, Playing based on how much them. they lose. But, I mean, even if they do win, they're, we know Providence is better than Fairfield, which is, yeah, it's highly likely they win. But even if they do, we know it's based on just a lot of luck. Obviously, we would love it. We would be very excited, but. It's a really cool first test too, just yeah. to see where we are. Not not against them, but just to see where we in are in general, right? We talk about not knowing a lot of what the season holds, but it's like it's the toughest game. It's the first game, so you know the games aren't going to get tougher after that too. That's so yeah, really that's why we like it as a measuring board. And also, it'll kind of Prepa- like prepare, prepare them better for yeah. the lower level competition. Like going going from a Providence team with NBA talent to a. A Niagara, a it Canisius. could be a huge confidence booster. If too, they if do, they, even if they keep it close, yeah, they don't have if, to win. Even if they keep it close, um, which defensively Jay Young's teams always do. So. I mean, we mentioned last year with things like over Thanksgiving last year, we they played close a lot of good teams. Even like Maryland after was that after Thanksgiving Maryland. That was. Uh, was that January December? I think that was after Thanksgiving. Yeah. What, yeah. So like they, in those games, like they played close a lot of those games. Or that that must have been before because that was at a conference. Game. Oh, true. But yeah, anyway, true. Yeah. Like whatever those games, like USC, Maryland, uh, I mean, Texas A&M. Obviously, they won. Even like those games, 
Jay Young even mentioned the interview. I'm pretty sure he mentioned those games were like big confidence boosters for the team in general. Like that was Landon's best game of his entire career. Yeah, and, and he mentioned too about the defense, like that he felt it always kept them in the game. Yeah, and now they just have to work on the offense. Which I we're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah later again. But uh, to keep on the out of conference thing, so I think that the Providence, I think that's a good scheduling thing for us. I uh, obviously you got to play some close games because of COVID. And I think that's probably the best team that we could play close to us besides maybe like a UConn or something yeah. like that. Uh, so, I'm, so I'm excited for that. And who knows? Maybe we go there, mm-hmm. pull out a win. Hopefully. It's a little unlikely. Unlikely, but not impossible. But it's not impossible. And, again, a, a close game could be a huge confidence booster for this team. And I just think the games aren't going to get harder after that. So if they can play well against them, maybe it'll give them confidence going into, you know, we just played well against the Big East team yeah. or whatever. Now. now we're just playing Niagara or whatever, and they're like, you know, have more confidence. So I hope that helps. And then the other out-of-conference game, so that so Providence is the only official one that Fairfield really announced. But then the other speculated ones that we see online is um, Sacred Heart, Stony Brook, and William & Mary. And Sacred Heart. We were talking about this before. It's... Sacred Heart and Stony Brook would be like a. We would love to at the same. They'd both be yeah. at Stony Brook. It'd be like an event or whatever, like a two day. Like a, thing. Yeah, a tournament, kind of a little. Yeah, like a little bubble thing. Um, I I think they could beat Sacred Heart. Same. I they think they could, I think they could have beaten Sacred Heart last year. Or they think Stony Brook. That's a revenge game for yeah Jay for Jay Young. Young we were <laughs> so, that would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be fun to see him go back into Stony Brook. That's that in Stony Brook you mentioned. Yeah. yeah, it'd be fun to see him go back into Stony Brook and. And beat, and, and beat them. I mean, we don't actually know how he feels, but uh, I do remember I listened to a podcast with him on it. Like I think when we were preparing for the interview, and he did he did say something like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little upset that I didn't get offered the head coaching job yeah. there. So when, a little little bit of not bad blood, but a little, no, little. But it's definitely a revenge game. Yeah, it's little, definitely something to keep an eye on. A little bit of showm uh, showmanship, or a little bit of showing them what they're missing out on. Yeah. So we talked about this. Um, out of those four games, we we think we can definitely split. Out of the four games that we project will be at a conference game so far, we definitely think we, we could split two out of four, and who knows, maybe even grab maybe three. grab a third. Yeah, you never know. But the big one we want to talk about is William and Mary. So the game we went to live last year. Well, was yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was when we went to. Um, I mean, I was at like all the games. Well, I mean, yeah, but, but I, I was there as well. We were, <laughs> we were both there. Jack made an appearance yeah. at that game last year. Um, William and Mary, though, not so much talking about the team itself, but just the the logistics of this game. Uh, well, we were home last year, so now we're we have to go to Virginia to play the, them. The contract, the contract quote unquote quote, contract. Well, it's, there's probably a there must be a clause money, about yeah, some yeah, yeah, pandemic like, clause. It's <laughs> probably not a pandemic, clause, which is why um, you know, they don't want to go. We're pretty much held at will to go to William and Mary, and which play. I mean. But granted, also, you don't even know, because, like, say a week before Fairfield gets a COVID case, I can't imagine William Mary wants a Fairfield team that has been exposed to COVID, well, contact trace to COVID going. That's the thing, too, is right now Connecticut's travel ban is, like, everywhere, pretty right? large. Like, it's it's everywhere except, mass, like, New Jersey, mass. New York, like the, yeah. like, the main tri-state area. Except the states that Connecticut people travel to to go yeah. to work and stuff like yeah. that. So who knows if... They wouldn't be allowed if, to. If Virginia will be on that list by then. But also, it would be impossible if, say, like, say like oh, still come, like, on list, whatever. Because like, it's not like you can't go there. It's that you have to quarantine after. If you want to return, you have to quarantine before you're coming back. And it seems like the way and that if they, they talked if, about it at the roundtable is that they want all these games to be you go there and come back the same yeah, day. Exactly. That, that's what I mean. So, what? Like if you do that, they'll have to quarantine for what fourteen days a whole team, and at that point you miss like I don't think four games that. on their schedule. Yeah. Exactly, that's what I mean. They're not going to do that, but it's it was like a four hundred thirty-five mile bus trip. You can't four thirty-five miles back. there back, including a game in the middle. Like <laughs> that would take like hours. That yeah, would take, it'd take almost a whole day. Yeah. It would, you would literally be either on a bus or playing basketball for the entire day. And it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. For, for at a conference game, it's like... it's not even, like, And they're not... It's not like you're playing, like, a, a great school. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're going to play, or, like, a you know, like a legit, like, ranked school. It's they're really, not bad. But, they're not bad, but, like, it's not like it's... You're not going to play, like... UVA. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, like, 
I don't even think it's worth it. It's not like it's going to get them like more exposure or anything like that. Yeah, it's but it'll be again, fun to see. Not, but it's I, not really I like Fairfield's choice. The, the yeah, way they talk about it, it seems like Jay Young kind of has arms behind really his back. Wanna, doesn't really want this game. You know, like it, he seems like he's a little upset about having to play this game. It seems like William and Mary is holding us to this contract and. Obviously, you don't want to have to pay like a fine or whatever for yeah. Obviously, you want to pay, yeah. But I just don't understand it's why not, they can't. Yeah, say, why you know, can't you say like delayed a year? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you. you I, I guess because schools constantly have like games playing. Like, you watching like full college football, like Clemson's games playing with like Notre Dame in like twenty thirty two already. Yeah, like, they, but, so I mean, like you, you're always gonna have a you always have to delay something. If you delay one, you have to delay something next year for the next year, and then it's just keep going with Fairfield. There's got to be a out of conference like slot. I feel like that's different. Yeah, I, I know. Like Clemson. Yeah, I know. Is obviously, different than Fairfield. I feel like Fairfield probably there's, doesn't have their schedule. Yeah, planned out 10 that years late down the road. And I, even they do. There's there's got to be an out of conference slot for Will and Mary next year somewhere. Granted, you also have to match up with them. You just play an extra game. Exactly. Or yeah, or play an extra game next year. It's like not that big of a deal. Like it's it's weird that they're pulling them so strictly to it. There's so there's so many other ways to get around it. Yeah, I did read though that William and Mary is projected like one of the lower teams in their conference. I mean, we mentioned they Maybe. lost they that one guy. That's the thing. That's the thing. If they're gonna make us drive 435 miles there and back, we gotta beat them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be, be very, very uh, demoralizing. Long bus ride. Yeah, very, very long, long bus ride bu- back. Oh. You gotta beat them if if that's the case. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how that shapes out. We'll see. How many out of conference games do they it? usually do? Last year, what do they have? Like six, seven, five, six. Seven? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you, did you including like the Thanksgiving tournament? Because I was like three right there. Yeah, so they, I, they had, they I had, like, just don't know. They're probably going to add more games in this, right? I know, like I saw Holy Cross get tossed around online too because. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's weird with COVID. You can't really plan it out because, like, like obviously, like half their out of conference games were from that tournament in Florida. And one they thing we're like, seeing in college basketball too is a lot of teams are just. Getting rid of the out of conference schedule. Well, yeah, that's what they do in football. That's what they've been doing in football. I know, football. like Rothstein's been tweeting that, like more and more, like conference I mean, as a whole, or just. It's. I think it's mostly. I, I saw um, the like the challenges, like the ACC Big Twelve challenge, like those challenges. I saw a lot of them getting canceled. I forget there was one that's still on, but a lot of them are getting canceled across the league, and that's like a big. That's like where like the cross conference stuff comes in those yeah. big conferences, like in those challenges. Yeah, that's that's where like the big team yeah. games are, but. A lot of them uh, get canceled. You know, if if it's gonna allow for a full college basketball season, I'll do whatever. I'll watch I'd any college basketball. Just have us play MAC teams. You and know? also, it's like playing teams inside your conference. It doesn't like change. Like we've been watching college football all year. It doesn't feel any different watching only in conference matchups. Because yeah. think about it: by December, January, teams are only playing in conference anyway. Yeah. Like by like half still like good matchups. They're still good matchups. So you still don't mind watching Kentucky and like Florida. Rely on the Even like matchups. yeah, like, it's a different with Fairfield because like. We play. I feel like there's a lot more crossover between the conferences and like the bigger schools. Mm-hmm. But like in Fairfield, I feel like the MAC. It's very. They play in their conference most of the time anyway. So that was kind of our little talk about the uh, out of conference scheduling. Obviously, only Providence is like really truly confirmed by Fairfield Athletics or whatever. But um, those are kind of the other ones that were projected. And you know, three weeks till the season starts, so we're gonna have to get some news soon. I know Jay Young in his interview with us also said that he had like three or four contracts in process and he's just waiting for them to be fully confirmed before they announce it. That was obviously one of those he was talking about was Providence. Yeah. But, uh, we assume news coming soon, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, so the next thing we want to talk about was waivers. So obviously Jake and Zach are still waiting their waivers, right? Uh, a lot of team, a lot of waivers are being handed out. Another Rothstein, again, said that uh, waivers are being handed out like uh, seedless watermelon on 4th of July. <laughs> like, that. like, they're handing out a lot of waivers to everyone just because of what's going on, but we still haven't seen, um, you know, our team get these waivers yet. Um, it's looking a little unlikely, so one of the questions that we got I online, mean, it seems like, yeah... Yeah, yeah. So one of the questions we don't, we personally don't have news about this. Like we don't, we don't, we don't have really have a way of leaning one way or the other. We don't really know. Yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen. So we, I, I would g- say I don't even think they I, really know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I, I don't think even Jake and, but like, I, if I honestly at this point I would say lean no. I, would, I would prepare for a no, and be pleasantly surprised with a yes. Yes, yeah. So 
the question we actually got online off of that kind of open a discussion was, you know, how will them not being eligible affect, you know, Fairfield, uh, you know, defensively? Uh, or actually, first of all, I guess, how would that affect them just depth-wise? Because it, it would be a big hit to lose well, I mean, it'd be, a perennial starter, yeah. right? It, it would just make the freshman force the freshmen into more and the transfers just in the bigger roles quicker which I mean we we like we don't mind but obviously we would like that veteran the guys that have played before played other schools that like yeah and I feel like we kind of answered that question on our show the past few episodes because we've kind of always talked on here like they're not going to be eligible as if they're not going to be eligible like when we gave our like lineup projections and stuff like that we kind of always have left them out since we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we were just talking about before that it's going to force other people to have bigger roles. I know we just talked about Calvin, uh, someone who I compared to be almost very similar to Jake. Yeah, with like size. Like, we mentioned like size, weight, and yeah. even like play style. Like even play style. Three and D. Like he plays. He plays a very good defense, Calvin. We met. We mentioned like we've seen Jay Young use him last year in like times where he wanted good defense out like in a very defensive yeah. unit so if if jake's not eligible i think someone like him's gonna have to step up and take minutes and do really well you know because yeah i mean we talk about three point, be a starter like, and he mentioned his three-point shooting being his best quality like we need that knockdown guy obviously with landing gone and now with jake possibly not even playing this year yeah. calvin's really the only guy that is that knockdown three-point shooter until jalen or caleb or any of the new guys and that's like and we're not to be clear, we're not saying he's gonna like start or anything no, no. Like that. Just like, the guys who are projected to start and get all the minutes, yeah. like, they're gonna get big minutes. But we're gonna need him to step up off and, the bench and take like the the bottom half of those minutes. I mean, especially if uh, Jay Young wants to run that fast offense, tight defense, it's gonna take a. You're not gonna be able to play six guys with that it's mindset. Gonna it's gonna be tiring. Too. You yeah. need guys to step up off the bench to take. Five minutes to rest Taj, five minutes to rest uh, Caleb. Like, you need guards that can sub in and play well for those five, six minutes you need them for. And that's, and the, that's, that's Calvin's spot. That's what he needs to – that's his role that he needs to, to kind of fit into. That was kind of the uh, the next question that we also got. It kind of was like a double question. So, like, with them potentially not being there, how could that affect the defense of Jay Young? So, you know, they're going to be playing fast. They're going to be playing tight. Now they might be finding themselves in foul trouble with a way less I mean, even depth last, of a team. Even last year we found they found themselves in foul trouble a lot. I mean, Easy came. He, I, I Mido had a lot of foul Mido trouble. Pick up like two right yeah, away. Yeah, two right away. See him. I mean, they, he kind of answered that. Yeah, well, yeah, for us yeah. Last week, but but yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying like that, that's without this tight like him. Mean, he played tight, but like this philosophy last year, yeah. and that was obviously Mido will have to get smarter with that stuff. Obviously, because there's no Easy to back him up now. To kind of take those big minutes, yeah. But, that's the thing. I think it's it's more important for the forwards. Yeah, for the in the guard. I think the guards will be fine. I think Caleb and Jalen. They kind of have. It seems like they have like very good um, like tendency IQ, IQ and like yeah. they know when to poke, when to stay back. Like they know they. Yeah, if you look at their like num like if you look at like Caleb's like steal numbers, and yeah. stuff like that. It seems like he's gonna be. Um, I don't really think we're gonna have to worry about him fouling out necessarily. Yeah. It seems like he's a smart player. Hmm. I mean, Jay Young called him like the best leader he's ever coached or worked Yeah, and Jalen, so. he mentioned, I think I don't know if Jay Young mentioned that he in college. Oh, yeah, yeah Jay, Jay Young said that everyone's um, very, you know, everyone talks about Jalen Leach's offense, offense but, the but defense. he's been very surprised about his defense. He said he doesn't want to sell him short And I said I'm not surprised. I, I, same thing with Taj, I, I don't think I'm worried about his defense. It's the forwards, uh, the uh, Mido, uh uh Chef. Chef. Yeah. Even like Cook, if he ever get if he gets minutes and, uh, uh, why am I blanking? Um, Allen? Al, Al, no, Allen. Um, other freshman. Oh, Jason. Jason, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my concern more, too, is the forwards. Because, obviously, it's easier to get in foul trouble as a forward, right? Yeah, obviously, and, and the paint. Especially in the MAC, where a lot of teams kind of try to dominate the paint with, like, Siena, like, those kind of schools. And, you know, like, they have less depth, I'd say, to, to work with, too. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially so, without the transfers. The transfers, this is what it, like... It kind of flips their depth. It, the transfers not being there flips their depth from a positive to a to a struggle. Yeah, because like you said too, like 
we just talked about Jake for a while, but also Zach Chrysler. Yeah, exactly. Like he's what six foot nine, two eleven shoots. or whatever. That would be a big guy to you know get subbed in if someone's in foul trouble or whatnot. Yeah. And you know without him, you're then, leaning on freshmen. Yeah, like you're, you're completely leaning on freshmen because it would be Cook and Jason. Yeah, it'd be two freshmen that have. I to can't imagine up. anyone else that would would take those minutes. But that that's right. That's why Mido has to be smart because I don't think. Uh, Jalen wants to be turning to a freshman 14 minutes into the Providence game down 10 when Mato has two fouls. Yeah. Like, uh, just like a random example. And, and the- we mentioned like um, like Allen could also go into that role, but Jay Young last week talked about him more as like a, a wing guy. Yeah, he might, he thinks of him more as a wing guy, and he mentioned he has to shoot better, especially. Yeah. And to be that true wing 3 and D, like guy that we kind of see him as that true wing and to kind of excel his game he needs to shoot better it's like and jay on knows that it seems like based on our interview yeah so that so we'll see how they how how that changes them defensively i really don't think it's going to change them too much like i don't think they're going to change their philosophy defensively oh no no because of it but it, it could be an issue that you see foul trouble yeah and, and I mean, that that comes with pl- that's the price of playing good defense is foul trouble. Because like a lot of times, just like in general, playing good defense is sometimes t- like fouls like aren't always fouls. You know what I mean? Like you play tight defense like that, you're gonna get hit with a couple fouls. Yeah, and another kind of third question that we uh, had off of uh, that same like post or whatever was we kind of talked about it a little bit, but it was also you know Jay Unk says he wants to play faster. Will this affect the defense? You know, less effort on defense. I mean, the thing is, what I think they uh, they play mentioned playing faster on offense. They didn't take advantage. They would get turnovers on defense. They would get steals and stuff, but they would always like slow it down to use the shot clock. I think playing faster on offense allows them to kind of turn good defense into good offense, like fast break layups and stuff. They should be they should be getting five or six of those a game, fast break layups just off of turnovers and steals. If they're playing this tight, this whole tight defense fast offense philosophy it should be turning into a lot of fast breaks yeah and, and jay young's like he knows in theory it should too. in theory he knows what he's doing too like the only reason he said they played slow last year was because they were so like not confident in their offense yeah that they wanted to minimize possessions for the other exactly exactly less time that the other team has to score less chance the other team has to score the less points to score was the philosophy yeah so now it'll be quicker but i think he's still gonna be fine on defense like i don't think that they're gonna well, I don't, I don't think any sa- – I, I really don't but think any sacrifice also, will be made. it would just make sense if they give up, on average, more points than they did last if year. If they give up more possessions, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So it would make sense. So you, it wouldn't be fair to look at, like, their average of points given up this year and be like, oh, it went up. Yeah, no, months. I think the eye test more so, or whatever, the points per 100%, if there's even such stat for Fairfield basketball, like the points per 100 possessions or something. You know, like those kind yeah. of, like, average stats. But, I mean, yeah, I think – you're gonna give up more points, but the increase in baskets, the increase in offense, well, will, that's, that's the will definitely outweigh. And you're gonna hope that, you know, obviously the points you give up on average are gonna go up, but you're gonna hope the points you score on average are gonna go. And also, up when it goes to crunch time, when it gets in the crunch time, and like the game starts to slow down in the last five minutes, you know that defense will still be there. Yeah. Which is what when and it have that experience, which is when it really matters in yeah. in the long run. And they have that experience already of doing they, that last. They year. basically played. Last year they would play all forty minutes like it was the last five minutes of, in the second half of a game. They every bat every round they got they stopped, regrouped, took like two, like t- took them like what like five seconds to get just a half court. By the time they ran their set it would be like sixteen, which is well, that's why it would always come down. To yeah, like a well yeah, last tough second shot and not a good shot. But that's what you see in like like when you're trying to like end, of the, end game. of the game. Yeah, and you'd see that for the whole game. yeah whole game, which is so. which was frustrating, but. Hopefully that changes. And, and he also makes said that seem. too. He was like, it's a very frustrating yeah. way of playing. You're like relying on your defense, he said. It was just like a very frustrating way of playing. And uh, so, you know, I, I just think that the offense is going to be a lot better this year. So I don't really, I'm not really worried about like, uh, you know, the defense no, I mean, negatively. Yeah. Uh, so halfway through the show, we're going to take a 60 second commercial break. And we'll be back, so make sure you stay tuned in. Red Sea Radio, WVOF 88.5 FM. We'll be right back. There's a monster under my bed. There's a monster in my bathtub. Mine is on my dresser. There's a monster in the kitchen. 
For a child with asthma, it can seem like monsters are everywhere. There's a monster in my pillow. There's one on the rug. The fact is, their next asthma attack could be triggered by something as innocent as a teddy bear or a dripping faucet, even a bath toy. I don't like monsters. Fortunately, there are simple ways you can help prevent their next attack. From putting stuffed animals in the freezer to kill dust mites, to drying bath toys and turning on the bathroom fan to prevent mold. They're easy to do, and they're part of a complete plan that could help you put an end to your child's asthma attacks. Learn more at noattacks.org or call 866-NO-ATTACKS. Make the monsters go away. Because their next breath is in your hands. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 110 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 600% increase in the last 20 years. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. All right, we're back. WVOF 88.5 FM, Red Sea Radio, uh, in the second portion of our show now. Uh, So... We wanted to talk about a little bit now uh, lineups, right? We just talked about the play style a little we bit. Love, we love playing lineup, lineup game. Yeah, we it's talk fun. about that all the time. It's fun. We're so close it's to fun to play fake head coach. Lineup. Yeah, until we start getting like like, a, like starting lineup for the first game and that stuff. Because it, it doesn't feel close, but like every it day it, it's it's sneaking up on us, it's I feel. three weeks. I mean, we're going to have three more episodes. Yeah. Um, I know today was a little light. We didn't have a whole lot to talk about today. But we're going to try to get one more interview. Uh, and then, yeah, we got three weeks. We're, we're going to keep doing the show over break. We'll just record it on Zoom or something because that's like the meat of the season yeah. while we're home. So we'll keep doing we'll the show. We'll keep doing Don't worry. Um, so we'll still be here. But, you know, we love to play this lineup game while we, while we can. And then once the games start, we could actually start talking about the games and what happened. But since we talked to Jay Young, we got some insight. Uh, we're no longer just picking blind lineups. Yeah, a lot. Of, he mentioned a lot of guys' names, a lot of confidence, a lot of guys. Yeah, so, so, I don't know. Do you want to just say yours and why? Or? So, I just want to say some differences from mine. So, like originally, I obviously had like we had. I think yours was Caleb, Caleb Taj, Cruz, Chef Mido. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think more. Like I got obviously Allen. He mentions playing through his mistakes. Um, he mentioned that yeah. a lot. Like last year, he was worried about making a mistake, but now he's letting him play through it, and that kind of points towards a pos- him possibly starting. But it seems like Cruz and the way he talks about Cruz and Taj, it seems like those guys are locks. So that's, that's the thing. Like I was, like see, you my up, original lineup was like the other yeah, yeah. way around. Mine was Caleb, Taj, Allen, Chef Mido. Yeah, and. I kind of his interview from my perspective kind of made it seem like he thinks Allen is getting better but he's not quite there yet. He said that he's only played in America for 2 years. Yeah, he's now. Yeah, he's raw. He he has to adjust to playing over here, the play styles and now being in college in the play style of college. He said, "Yeah, we let him play through a lot of mistakes, but and he he talks highly about him as in for the future, but I don't know if he's going to start him this year the way he kind of talked about it." And then on the inverse of that, Cruz. Cruz, he, he was talking. So he was best footwork he's ever seen on a on post moves. Like talked about leadership, yeah, leadership. and how you know he's hungry. But he all, did also about being more consistent. I think we mentioned he mentioned some games, or we meant maybe meant in the January we mentioned some games how we like they or we mentioned maybe in an episode before it was like he had twelve points against Manhattan one game and the next game he had zero on like over yeah, seven years. That so was like, the end of the season last year. It's tough to like have Cruz like he mentioned and also Cruz did come off the bench a couple times last year it wasn't like unheard of for him the for he actually the came off the bench pretty good amount yeah pretty good amount year. yeah 
So, I mean, it's not unheard of for him to come off the bench, but I think opening night, Cruz will be in there. I think so, too. But it could it could change on, like, the drop of a hat. Like, it will change. The yeah, it will change. change. Yeah, I, I don't even, It will change. Whether it's Jalen getting inserted or Allen getting inserted, maybe even, like, a Cook getting inserted or a or Jason. Jason. I mean, people, Jason, really people are saying Jason's it. the most ready one out of the freshmen to make the biggest to make impact. the big, biggest impact yeah. initially i mean i hope so i, I actually he i'm excited for jason more yeah. than any of them and i we i feel like we were the least because on that train i feel like we kind of weeks ago we kind of like know like the least about him like me and you I yeah mean, me and you might yeah. know a lot but i feel like we kinda we, know we knew cook him. and we knew cook and leech like early months ago yeah. yeah so uh i'm excited i hope he does well but yeah my so my like pick for a lineup has actually changed i'd say I think I think I would throw Cruz in there, just because the way he talked about Allen made it seem like he's not quite ready yet. Um, he's gonna have a big future. He's only a sophomore, and so, now and, he has and six years. Yeah, now he's another, He's basically a freshman again. Yeah, he's, they basically got a full yeah. season of playing, but basically redshirt, yeah. like in terms of eligibility. Mm-hmm. So that's actually really valuable. And he even mentioned they would have been perfect candidates to redshirt last year. Yeah, uh, if they had more depth. But yeah, I, I'll change my lineup and. We didn't talk about this at the beginning of the show, but the way he talked about Mido was like pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, he thinks Mido and even Taj, he said, got much like much bigger, like did a lot of work in the summer. Him and Mido, Taj and Mido seem poised to make the biggest leap. If stuff that Jay Young said is does hold true. true, yeah, they're poised to make the biggest leap in terms of ta- uh, like statistically. Yeah, and we posted the graphic on our Twitter uh, of the quote that uh, Jay Young said about Mido. And, you know, he basically just said that he has the potential to be one of the best Fairfield basketball players ever, in his opinion. And that, you know, basically he has size and length that he didn't even see when he coached at Rutgers, you know. Yeah. Playing against national... Big Ten. National, yeah, like, the Big Ten. National teams. You yeah, know? look, yeah, do, you have uh, Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan like all the schools, schools that have won championships and, like, gone to the championships in recent years. So... That was really high praise coming from him. I, mean, I wasn't we, expecting it to be that. that we we that we high of we knew he had a high potential, a high ceiling, because of just like what he looked like, his yeah. arm arm length, wingspan, tight, just natural ability to score last year, yeah. block shots. But we weren't expecting, we were expecting that, that high that. Of praise. And, that and for the special. coach, that's basically took him from nothing. We mentioned in the interview, he could barely get to a ten minute practice at first. To go from that to that kind of praise in a year, he must be moving quickly. Yeah, in and, terms of development, the weight. I mean, uh, we kind of talked about this, but a confirmation of is him, like him putting on twenty pounds, is big for this year. He looks great. So, if he can play full games and his if his stamina got a lot better, like he could be a really like a top player in the position ma- in the match. No, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if next year, coming years, he's nominated in those all MAC teams. My, Chris, junior like, year, yeah, senior year. I mean, even he has six years now. Yeah, so, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on those all Mac because I think I think a big man like that is hard to come by in the Mac. You don't get freak athletes like that, freak six ten, eight foot wingspan <laughs> guys yeah. like that. Like you get you get good big men, but not like that. Yeah, he can. He can. I mean, we're kind of repeating the words of Jam. Yeah, he can be so special. Like he really. He can. could dominate. He could he do, really on both and. On both sides of the court, even yeah. blocking shots. Because at at that last year, he was pretty he good. Showed at, signs of it. Yeah, he showed signs. He blocked a lot of shots last year. He was. I mean, he didn't really play bad at all last year. He, it was just it was in sh- very, very, very small, short yeah, uh, lengths. It, it was just the stamina thing. So that's like, if he can, you know, if he really improved on that, then we're looking at a very good season from Mido, and honestly. He might be the best player on the team this year. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he, ha- he has the potential to. Like, we still don't know. Like, you know, when we're making these graphics or whatever, like, or like making different graphics for like Fairfield sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't know like who to toss on the graphic. Like, who is our like who is like, who's the our face guy? Of the team? Who is that? And I still put Taj. I think Taj. Taj is, is but I mean, it could be any. Like, it's not like done yet. Like, you can. It's not like a. Uh, it's, it's not, not over. like it's not. It's like not a like a done deal. Who yeah. it is like it's not like a. It's not like a college where like Kentucky where they have like 
or Duke where it's like Zion is like the best player. Yeah. It's always been Zion. It will be always be Zion. It is an open book. It be anybody. Yeah, there's three, four, five guys you can say, and you you wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. laugh at your. No, no, never. With other schools, you it's told, like that guy. Yeah, you know? there's that guy, that freshman they got, that transfer they got. Like, probably we're looking at problems roster. We know it's Duke. It's Duke, Duke is yeah. the guy that is their poster boy. Yeah. So, I still don't know. Like, like who is Fairfield's best player? It could be it could be Jalen. It could be Caleb. It could be Taj. It could, be, it could even be like a Cruz or a Mido. Chef. Chef. Yeah. We you really don't know and. I mean, easy last year. We didn't expect easy to be like our One of the guy, best. and yeah. he was probably the most consistent and best player. Him and Todd probably the two most consistent yes. players on the team. Easy, who followed us on Twitter this week, so shout yes, out to him. Of course, shout out to Easy. One of our favorite players. One of last our favorites. Year. Uh, so, you know, you don't know too, and then something like that could happen this year. Someone could have a crazy year that we didn't. We're not like expecting. We're exactly. not tracking. Uh, to have a crazy. year. I feel like so. Jason like is right up there and like in like a because per- I think think about us. We didn't even. We barely talked about him until like three. I think the first show when we were talking we don't, about the team, we didn't even, we didn't mention, even him. mention him. I, so I mean, and he seems like he could be that kind of guy that kind of takes over like rotations, like it, the kind of guy that forces Jay Young's hand to play him more. Because yeah, the way that they what, describe three man weave, that they describe him as him, like, like instant impact, instant uh, energy, or something like that. They said that he was like had the potential to make the biggest impact as a freshman, yeah. which we still think Leach. Leach, but. but if Caleb really is that good and Taj bounces back, there might not be enough minutes for. I think there will. I think there will be minutes from the play. No, no, for in the play, yes, but maybe not to make the impact that Jason does. Because Jason will. If say okay, so like second half of games, like say Jalen or say Caleb and Taj take like those two backward spots, it's theirs, and. Th- Chef and Mido don't like. Obviously, Chef and Mido and Jason and Supreme. It's going to be an open book. We don't really know who's going to get the bulk. We expect it's those two. No, we we expect that. But with foul trouble and stuff, you never know. Yeah. I think Jason could take those minutes from a Chef or a, a Mido who in foul trouble and kind of force Jay Young's hand to f- give him those minutes permanently. You know what I mean? And that's also a thing too. I don't think he's going to like take the minutes. No, I don't think he's but from. From like Chef, like because Chef's like a player. Chef's that someone that they have. Best. He could be yeah. our top scorer. I mean, they like, mentioned eleven the rebounds a game. They talk about him, so I don't think he's gonna take the position from him. But like you said, like it could be. It all it could take is like one game where one of them's in foul trouble, and he, and could, he goes in and has a really good game, and then you know? he gets just he just will get more minutes, and it'll turn into a, a not a starter, obviously, but he will be. He could easily turn to one of our better players off the bench. By yeah, like, and that's the way they talk about him on those articles yeah. is that he's going to make one of the biggest impacts off the bench. So mm. if that's true, like if that holds to be true, that'd I mean, be awesome. And also, we like one of the things we worried about was rebounding last year. We got dominated on the boards last year. If Jason Ken, I mean, he obviously met a big energy guy, like very like big effort. He will get boards. I'm not worried about yeah. Jason getting boards. And also, Jay Young she- said that Chef. Was is going to be, like he's going to be the best rebounds. rebounder in the MAC. Be, like yeah. he, being less than the best rebounder in the MAC is like a disappointment for Chef. It seems like yeah, how good he, he said offensive rebound. Oh, well, offensive rebound. But but yeah, he. I mean, and Mido obviously with his size, he said to be one of the the most athletic players in the. But think about too, think so. about how much we without every time easily left the court, it seemed like we struggled with rebounding. Now we'll have three guys. That whenever they're in, we will probably have the rebounding advantage, and that comes down to like athleticism too, and even just effort. Like because some those guys, the guys last year that were kind of the second oh yeah, string like the forwards, Methnani, Singer, they just didn't they, have they didn't have, have the, the they didn't have the jump, the hops. Like yeah. guys would jump, just out jump them for yeah. balls, and smaller guys would out. Yeah, it's not even like they're like it's not their fault. They boxed out did everything they could. When a guy jumps over you and grabs a board, it's it's yeah. hard to. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, to foul him. yeah, exactly. You Which know? would happen. They yeah, would, <laughs> Which happened. So. It really does come down to athleticism, and this team is just like miles more athletic than it was in the past year. So that that's pretty um, encouraging. And then, you know, when you went back and talked about Leach, uh, I think that he'll get minutes. But it's uh, it was kind of a good point that you made is like that that final lineup, right? That that, that final five minutes yeah. or whatever. Jay Young might go with the experience. He might go with Caleb, Taj, you know, and then Cruz. I mean, we're just talking about the two. I mean, also, I'm, um, I, I, guards. But. I mentioned it uh, earlier in like, last show or one of the other shows when we talk about lineups. A smaller lineup. I mean, there are some schools in 
the uh, Mac that a small amount of woodwork with the Leech, uh, Taj, and Caleb in. Because, I mean, they're both 6'4". It's not like they're tiny. Yeah. So, like, it, it he will get he, – they'll he'll finally get minutes. Find a way to get minutes. And if he's really that good, they'll play all three if they have to, I think. Yeah. A smaller lineup could work. Taj could play the three if yeah. he has to. Uh, but – because, I mean, how tall is – Jesus. Jesus is what six foot. Six five. Six five. So he's he only an inch play, taller he than the three, and he's only an inch taller yeah. than Taj. So I mean, it's not like Taj can't guard a three. Like he he guarded everywhere, everyone yeah. last year. He's used to playing at his position as yeah. well, too. So it's not. And Jay Young also said it, Taj. He was like Taj is a guy that will play anywhere if I tell him to. He'd yeah. Play. He'd play the five if I needed him to, like jokingly. But, yeah, but I mean, but like realistically, he like he could he play really the three. Asked him to, he yeah, he really asked him to play the three. So, he'll play the three. Um. I mean, and also it all depends on what these freshmen do with their minutes. This is all hypothetical if they do, if they play well, if they, because we don't know. We have no idea if they're going to play yeah, well or not. I, someone, I mean, you could be the best shooter in the world, but if you can't adjust to the college game, it's yeah. not going to translate. You so, still got to get the open shots. You still got to perform. It's, it's very, it's still very hypothetical at this moment with these lineups. It and could, again, these the lineups could be a mute point if Jalen just comes out and doesn't really. Take advantage of his opportunities, and the waivers are still and the waivers are still, still on the table. Issue, so you know we don't know if Supreme we, gets hurt. If Supreme's knee problem actually does become a problem, it could change every like change minutes. Like all if, this, all this stuff. Could. That's yeah. If if that was to happen, that'd be really tough too, because that would really deplete. That would mean Jason would definitely need to take like a very big role. Because would we even? Who it would it would, it would make the margin of error for we wouldn't big, have a backup center. Exactly, it, the margin of error for big men would or yeah, margin of error would just be. Like minuscule, it'd be like uh, with foul trouble and stuff. Like if say if like a might if Supreme's Nicho's problem and one of the two, one of the three big men get foul trouble, those two are finishing the game. That's why, that's why it kind of ties back into that question we had before. But the waivers really do hurt us. No big if time. If they don't yeah. get granted, because the the depth is just hurt a lot. I mean, you're talking about two guys who would get. Or at least Jake would get big minutes, but you're talking about like another six foot nine guy that you could have on the team and stretch the floor as well. Like so I think the margin for error for the big men, like you said, is so small in terms of depth. Because for the smaller guys, I mean, you still there are guys you can Calvin, throw in there. Like, you still have Calvin. You still have the you know the walk on guys that you could potentially. There's still throw in there. like Cruz. Is st- I mean, the if, if, and you have if, guys who can play yeah. point guard if you need to. You have like, Taj, Cruz, Ta- like, and even Cruz could play point guard if you need. If yeah, needed. like. like the margin for error for them is, I guess, higher. The, Honestly, with for how the forwards you can't throw like with how big I know I know, Cruz is only six foot five, but how big he is, like, if they if, say Cook does end up his knee problem ends up acting up and they have foul trouble, he might have to play a four like the forward spot for like the four spot. That'd be tough though. I know it would be That'd tough, be really but I'm tough. saying. It, like that. That's like that. That's a contingency plan. Like a very like a backup. That's like a very, that's like, that's like, like, you, like, a, that's like having like the backup. I want to see that. I know though. it's like having the tight end. Like you know, like teams have like their backup tight end is like the third string quarterback or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, that like, be, like that would like theoretically be what would it, like, happen. Maybe. But yeah. It like strikes wanna, fear. It like strikes fear in your eye like, when you see that. Like, put that out there. Like we like confident. No, no, no. Obviously not. I would. I if that's happening, then this season becomes like almost. Just like a t- like toss out, <laughs> yeah, toss in the garbage. Be, yeah, but but I mean that also requires a lot of bad. As funny as that kind of sounds, or like as kind of bad as that sounds, that's kind of how how much we're lacking depth. Yeah, that's how that big the waivers are. Really that just I guess if you really needed to, you could slide Chef to a five, five, and maybe Allen at the four. Yeah, true. You could play Allen at the four. A I mean, lot of people want to see Allen play at the four. I really like little, him at the three. I like him at the three, too. He's a little skinny to be in the paint with all those, those I feel guys. like he doesn't play like a four, either. He doesn't. He, no, he doesn't. He's more... He plays better on the outside he than he does. He likes to be stretched on the outside. He likes to be on the outside. He can dribble. He can dribble really, like, very well for a guy his size. I, 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 I think... Yeah, I, and I like him getting the ball on the outside, and making driving. a move, getting to the glass. I don't, I don't think, want him posted I think he's, up. I think he's a waste at that position. Yeah, I don't want him posted up in the middle... And again, like you said, I don't think he's strong enough to. Play yeah, I think forward. I think it would just be a way. I think you'd be using the wrong parts of his game, and it would it would lead to him losing confidence and not playing, playing well. As well. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like worth it. I I I don't think that Jay Young thinks he's a four either, though. No, I don't think so I either. Think, like, I, I mean, I, I think he knows. I think he knows his potential is at its highest of the three. Yeah. I think he knows it's also a long game, so he's not going to waste down at the four to. 
just to get through just the to year. get through a game yeah. where they're down by 15 points. And if he improves his shooting, he becomes he could be a really good. He becomes a very three. good three. He becomes yeah. like a, an unstoppable. Like, like, like we keep saying, like if they improve this, like, but like seriously, if, yeah. Obviously, it's all like theoretical. But if Allen can, but... it's not even like a big increase. If they can just provide the threat of shooting the three, like, like if they do shoot it, it's a chance of going in. Yeah, it opens up the entire court, makes scoring probably three times easier than it did la- than it was last year. Just the threat of shooting. Yeah, and again, Al- Allen's like probably like one of our our personal players. Favorites, yeah. So we do talk a little highly of him when we talk about yeah. that. But man, he did. He did show up at time. Like he had. I mean, no, I mean, for a freshman, he played very yeah. well. He had the game winner. Game winner. Against, yeah. He had that really good game against Canisius. So he he's, he played well. He's athletic. And they he's let lanky. him play through some struggles, and he he had some struggles. He he struggled shooting at times, but he was a freshman, and he's gonna and get I think, better. He's gonna I think we're also suckers. Better. We're also suckers for like the lanky, like long wingspan, like guys that in like yeah. NBA draft processes. Guys that like, look the part. Yeah, it looked the part. Yeah, like Allen and Mido. Like we see those guys like. The long wingspans that don't do well yeah, in college. They, get... they were our favorite players last before year. we saw them play a game last yeah. year. So like that. So we were a little biased towards that too. But uh, you know, I, I for Mido, it's not even in question. I think he's going to be one of the best players. Oh on the yeah, team. no. I mean, for Allen, I'm interested to see what Jay Young does with him. Start, not start, big minutes or what. But by I, next year, I see. Is, yeah. By next year, junior I, senior year for him. I think the two of them are going to be like. The, the guys. Like a duo. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, that's going to be... I think they with, will be the face of... With Jalen and Caleb, like, trailing Fairfield. as, like, the guys behind them. Like, they're... Caleb's they're gonna be senior I, next year, too. And Chef, so they could be... They could be the guy. Like, I mean... Depends on their depend- presence, though. It yeah. also is, like... Depends on their presence, like, off-court. True. It's, like, like it's, it's a leadership really thing. Like, that's, like, Jay Young mentioned. The, Taj and Cruz are the leaders of the yeah, locker room. But, and, like, makes it, like, one clear. Even, I'm, like, not even talking about basketball, really, for... For like a minute, I'm just talking about for like a Fairfield, like a campus perspective. Uh, oh, like, I mean, it yeah. Depends like who's gonna be the guys that are like the face of the team that like you know you're walking around campus. You see like see, posters like, of them. You see them like, on Instagram. Yeah, like they're the guys that everyone knows them. Everyone's like, because that's the thing we talk about on here a lot. Like as well, it's like a market. It's like it's like a marketing class right now. It's like <laughs> I know, it's like marketing thing. Right? Like I'm, we had the Fairfield marketing meeting this morning. I'm like in the mindset still. Um, but I was talking about this last week with like which hits the target demos, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> target no, demographics. No, like seriously, like uh, no, but yeah, you, you do have to play that into account. It's not just basketball. It's it's like, look. It's how they carry themselves. We, we, I feel like this would be actually an interesting thing for us to have like a whole segment yeah. on and like another show, uh, and maybe we'll do that next week. But we obviously we like made this show to try to like grow student engagement, mm-hmm. like try to get people students more excited for. Fairfield basketball. We know that Fairfield basketball is like a good alumni fan base, but the student base is the not. Current that good. students don't have it. And I was talking about this the other day with like a couple of students when I was working um, some like radio event outside, and uh, like that's like a big issue is that there's not really uh, like the fans are gonna want to have someone. I mean, you want the guy. Before. You want the like the per the guy. Like Tyler Nelson was like that guy. The guy, yeah. Like they went to the. They knew who him. everyone knew. Like everyone knew he was gonna have a great game. And if you're he walking went. on campus, you probably see him. You're like, oh, that's, that's Tyler, Tyler Nelson. Nelson. I'm sure. Like there like, is no. It's sad to say, but I'm. There sure is no. That, like, oh, that's. I'm sure a lot of these kids out here and a lot no of kids around campus, if they saw some of the basketball players, they wouldn't know. But also, we know. We obviously from seeing, watching the games, we, we know. know we. But I'm sure, like, a lot of kids wouldn't even know. I mean, they, they probably go, they know that guy's athletes. tall. That guy's tall. They know athletes. Maybe <laughs> they see them with the, yeah. with the sweatshirt on. But they don't know that they're, like, basketball. They don't know. And it's so important for students to, like, I mean, that, that, have, that drives attendance to games. Yeah, it's so important for students to, like, know these guys and feel a connection to them. Because when you feel a connection to a team, that's what drives you to go to the games yeah. and root for them. Like, that's why, like, we legit we feel a connection to, like, like we like Fairfield, like, we love Fairfield sports, so we go to the games. But, like, that's not the sense from, like, the majority, the majority of yeah. campus. And, like, they, Fairfield like, basketball desperately needs those guys. We need that, to move that from, like, us from, like, a niche group to, like, the majority. Yeah. Like, what we are. Yeah. And, that, I mean, that's, like, the goal of, like, the show. But it's way bigger than that because, obviously, we're not going to, like, change, like, the culture of the campus by having this show. It really starts with the team and, like, yeah, the Yeah, team and, the, yeah. And, like, they need a, those guys that – Everyone knows around campus and like feels like they, they, they need to take that next game. step. That 
someone to take that next step to like that new level of like yeah. the best in the MAC. Like, like almost to like it's not going to be like that because it's a small campus and it's like the basketball team's not like necessarily great, but it's almost like a celebrity presence that they need. Yeah, like, kind of. And like Mino could be that guy because he has like the no, and the they're look. friendly. They're both friendly guys too. Like, yeah, true. Like Alan they, Mido, like if you talk to people, like I don't really know them, but like if you talk to people, they'll be like, uh, like if you talk to people in their grade or anything like that, they'll be like, oh yeah, I know them. Like they're they're cool. Like I think that they have that ability to be those guys. No, yeah, no, definitely. Like if there's anyone on the team that does, I think they do have the ability to be those guys. I think Jesus is one of those guys. A lot of people seem to like him. Like the older, um, mm-hmm. a lot of older students. Oh, I mean, yeah, like people him. that are more in his. His era, I yeah. guess. His, but I think for coming like going forward for the next few years, I think they have the ability to be those guys. And well, it's I always think like, that's, like that's what college basketball crucial. is. It's a change. It's a constant changing of the guard. It's like you move from one legend yeah. or one and, and one at the good schools. Those guys school, only wait, have one year to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Like they I still mean, find a way. I mean, like someone like Zion. It's yeah, a lot you of go times from. A lot of times it's them being good at basketball, but the per- personality has a long way. I mean, they went from what? They went from, like, Zion and stuff to, like, the Trey Jones. Like, the year before that, it was what? Um, I don't, I'm trying I don't to, know, like, just guys of the past. Whatever. Like, guy, yeah. Obviously, it's on a much, much bigger stage because you see them on national news every day. But it, on a much smaller scale, that's what Fairfield kind of needs. Yeah, and, and a lot of, like, people mention this, too, and it goes into it a lot, is that the team's not that good right now, so... Yeah, with wins, with, with with wins, obviously you'll get fans. But I think even if people feel connected to the team and they feel connected to the players, and like they want to go to the game, not like not like oh we should go to that Fairfield basketball game. It's like oh let me go root on these guys. Like yeah, I know an individual performance could do that. Know? Even in a lot, like say say in somehow some way, Allen drops thirty in a game, or Mido drops twenty and twenty. Or like something yeah, like some cra- crazy, game. some crazy game like that gets some like like yeah. semi popular news, and like people see that and are like, oh my god, this guy's like the real deal. I want to go see him play. Yeah, like I, that's I like, just, yeah, that's like that's the side of it that like being good will bring people, but I just think even if they're not great, like yeah, they're mediocre right now, right? I mean, they're yeah, like they, lower that half of the lower back. half. But if if people felt that connection to the players, they would. Oh yeah, around campus, like say like yeah, yeah if, like. Mido or one of the guys says hi to you, like just like says like hi, like how are you doing? Like you're gonna, like, like no, just not, like yeah. Well, not even like that though. I'm just saying like they're not like they just need to like be out there more, like be on more, social media, like uh, social media takeover. I mean, Ty- like, Tyler Nelson's all over, over, like he tweets all the time. Like I feel yeah, like, like they that, need to like be out there more, like tweet more, social media more. They need to be around campus more, like you said, like just be a face around campus. And uh, I don't know. I just think that they need to like put themselves out there more, and that's like not like I'm not like knocking. Yeah, them or it's not like it's not like your job, but like no, it's not their job. I mean, obviously, like you're here, like, they're here, they're here to like learn and play basketball and stuff like that. But uh, if they were if they were to take those extra steps to be out there, kind of, it would probably I think it would do numbers for the campus kind of student engagement of mm-hmm. Fairfield sports, and I guess that's not even just basketball. That's anything. Men's basketball, women's basketball, all the other sports Baseball, too, yeah. lacrosse, all like. That's just what it is like for Fairfield sports right mm-hmm. now. I feel like that's like the direction they need to go in. But I guess that all stemmed off of us saying that I think Allen and Chris could be those guys. Yeah, like, I really, I really do think that they could be those guys. I don't know. I th- yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much our show, right? We just we, hit the hour mark, or, or about about fifty-eight minute mark. Um, yeah. I know, so obviously, we didn't have like a. Uh, any like crazy stories for you guys no today. interviews today it was a little slow today so we apologize for that but um we're gonna try to get interviews maybe we'll try to get alan or chris uh i'll email them we'll today. get somebody we'll either we'll get someone we'll try to get a player i really want to get a player yeah, i want to i want to hear i want to hear player maybe we can ask him about it. i don't know we can ask them about that's it. what i was well, gonna say it would be cool to ask them about it if like they're told to what they like, think uh what they think they could do to grow student engagement mm-hmm. i think it'd be pretty cool to get their perspective so we'll try to get a player um probably work the emails today yeah. or so uh so maybe next week or two weeks from now we'll try uh three weeks away from fairfield basketball so three episodes away from fairfield basketball hang with us we're gonna get there soon and we will, our episodes will definitely be a lot better when yeah the season's we'll in, have some live reactions it'll be a. it'll be fun it'll be a good time we're trying uh we should try and do like a i think we should try and do the electric chair the, the, or like a, like a live like reaction to it, like a live game thing. Yeah, we could maybe, or even like even like we chop it up. Maybe we could. I was gonna say maybe we could record it and just throw pieces in mm-hmm. or something like that. 
We'll see. We'll but, see. but we're excited for the season. We hope you guys Some are, fun too. Plans. 21 days away. Make sure you buy your cardboard cutouts as well. I know November 16th is the cutoff for that to uh, get your cardboard cutout in for opening day. You could buy it after November 16th, but November 16th is the cutoff to get it in by opening day. Um, other than that, we hope you guys have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next week on Red Sea Radio. Again, uh, we're always open to questions from you guys. We love the feedback. Keep interacting with us. Follow us on Twitter at Red Sea Radio. Again, Red Sea Radio, WVOF 88.5 FM. We will see you next week, and as always, go Stags.